0: Hey, listeners, welcome back to Vicious Cycle, the only comedy podcast about periods. This is your co host Kate Elston. We are just jumping right into part two of our Shout Your Abortion series with the amazing Carla Lee. If you haven't listened to part one, go back and listen to that because we're just picking up right where we left off. We have another phone call to listen to. We're going to rant. We're going to rave. We're going to laugh. We're going to cry. Um, and just a heads up, about halfway through, the audio got really bungled it got bungled and mangled and swangled. so you know it still sounds fine but it's gonna sound different so ju- you know what there's other things on our minds than sometimes checking to make sure that our audio is still recording in our primary microphone so sometimes you have to lean on the zoom recording and that's what we're gonna do about halfway through so no worries it's all good thank you so much for listening and see you on the other side talk about the
1: trauma fest of sharing these stories yeah yeah real quickly just because um that's something that i feel very passionately about and that she that the caller mentioned um because i feel like and i'm gonna say this as a black woman Mm. okay uh because i see a lot of like gonna say it white women being newly woke to Mm -hmm. how it feels to have people oppress your fucking body. Mm. Um and to understand that uh this country is not for you. Um and so as a black person and especially as a woman, I feel that there is this notion, this sort of implicit notion that we have to share our trauma in order for people to see our humanity. Yeah. Um, that, and we see that evident in the types of, uh, media that gets greenlit black, you know, media, it's always, you know, what's winning Oscars, slave stories. It's, it's all these, you know, we have to watch people beat the shit out of us and hang us yeah. from trees and drag our bodies behind trucks in order for anyone to give a damn about yeah. us. Um, and we see that time and time again. And I feel very similarly about sharing abortion stories is that i think there's w- women and people with uteruses and whoever's has to go through abortions feels like we have to share the most grievous t- traumatic tales in order for somebody to give a damn about our bodily autonomy right and i'm just fucking tired of it and yeah. i recognize yeah. that this is part of the the macro story but that's another reason I wanted to come on here today is because um, it's not just rape and incest. And those aren't reasons why people should give a shit about mm-hmm. us being able to decide whether we want to carry a, a pregnancy to term or not. Right. Um,
0: Absolutely. Dude, that's so that's such a good point. Um, it reminds me of people like during the Me Too movement, um, you know, people yeah. doing hashtag Me Too and then being like, why do we have to? Relive our harassment. Relive our trauma. Yeah, right. And that's really interesting because the next the next guest we have on our show we've already recorded. It's a cis dude talking about his abortion story, um, because there's this you know talk about like men should be shouting their abortion too. And I don't know that we actually cover that because he says to us like, what do you? Because he's very much wrestling with where is my place in this debate. I don't want to take over the women in this debate, but where do you? Coblost see man's voices, yeah. and I Where don't can know I help most. yeah, and I don't know that we really I've got tips <laughs> I've got lots of thoughts. Well, I don't know that we actually asked like said like, please t- stop making the women do the emotional labor of of sharing yeah. their story. If this hurt you, th- take some take the load off, you know
1: and also, how has it benefited you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did it hurt you? How did it benefit you? Mm. yeah, because I can think of a million different ways in which it's benefited my husband. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: But I think you're like, you're exactly right. Like, and everyone needs to be sharing the story and taking, taking the load off of the uterus havers. Because as I've said, for every uterus, for every pregnancy, there was a million splurging splurms.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, how nice to be able to just go on about your life and, you know, Yeah, leave us to deal with it. Um, I don't know if we're planning on touching on it later. But but I do. You're the caller we just listened to also mentioned privilege. And I have thoughts on leveraging privilege um, in our current time. Mm. Because there's a lot of people throwing up their hands saying, well, what can we do? Mm. I feel helpless. Leverage your privilege, bitch. I got a lot of things to say to you about what you can do. Let's hear. Um, There's a lot yeah right now yeah. let's do it um be a fucking escort step mm. up step your pussy up ho like i'm sorry <laughs> i'm just gonna say it like that yeah. be like white women get off your ass um for real mm. like for the people who don't have a partner who can take them and i'm saying white women because that's who i'm hearing this from i'm yeah. not hearing i haven't heard a single black or brown woman being like what can i do yeah. or posting a picture of a handmaiden as if they have no agency in their lives Use leverage your privilege. We talked to you about this in 2020. We said, go, go be at the front lines, put your body on the line. We've been putting our bodies on the line for generations and now it's your turn. So go sign up. You can do it on Planned Parenthood's website and you can go escort people who do not have anyone Mm. and make sure that they're safe and they're walking into that clinic Feeling dignity, feeling affirmation, feeling support. If you're a dude, if you're a cis dude, be a fucking escort. Step it up. Come sign up with us. I know plenty of women signing up to be escorts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We talked about that with Ashley, the cis
0: dude that we talked to. Like, use your size and your privilege and your beefiness and like, And like, cause the pro-life movement, I say beefiness just because he, you know, he was, he's a,
2: he's a beefy dude. He's,
0: he's a, he's a hunk. If you will. Um, hi Adam. Um, but, um, Oh shoot. Where was I going with that? Uh, yeah. Because we talk about this in the next episode that like the pro-life movement has the privilege of having tons of dudes like leading those organization. So let's get some of that, that privilege on our side too. Yeah.
1: I see these crusty, dusty, ashy, Men, like old men sitting in their fucking 1977 lawn chairs. You know what I'm saying? Like the same ones in front of the clinic holding their dumbass posters of like a, a fetus floating in. Uh, suspended in midair umbilical cord free (laughs) placenta free as if fucking fetuses just somehow just like it's 20 i don't know what's the fucking stanley kubrick movie it's the 2001 2001. or whatever like they're just out there floating in outer fucking space and not attached to an actual human being who's nourishing and developing their fucking body parts Mm. and giving up every single aspect of their health to like a parasite to make it happen. Um, these dumbass signs, these silly things that they're holding up. You know, okay. Like so now, you you go do, do hold up your end of the bargain because yeah. all these yeah. ashy dudes are out here doing this nonsense. Yeah. Come join the party, yeah, for sure. If you care so much, Ooh, welcome to the party, Carla. I loved I yeah. love when you're on the show. Um <laughs> put your body on the line. We are putting ours on the line. Go put
0: yours on the line. Um that was the other thing that really fucking sucked about getting COVID or like being exposed to COVID when this I couldn't go out to a protest. I would have loved yeah. to have take B to a protest. Like oh, I was just like
1: That's how I felt in the summer of twenty twenty yeah.
0: when yeah. all the I was pregnant you know, for race, the, the George Floyds. Violence. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, yeah. I it's 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 horrible. It's horrible. So you
1: find other ways, but you find yeah, other yeah, ways, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's not just right. being an escort. but if you can't do that, there are so many no, other sure. things. I just really you wanted to. Do, I just wanted to them. be around people and scream and and <laughs> yeah, put be on my shoulders. Yes. Believe me, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: understand. There are so many. If if you are a person at home, especially if you're like a white male or female or white NB, um. You truly can Google it. There's, you know, or Instagram it's hashtags. It's Yeah, there truly it's are things free. you can do. I know it feels helpless because it seems like SCOTUS is just turning a shit ton over, and there's nothing we can do about SCOTUS. But we can help individuals right we now. Help um, people. We can actually help people. Um, and there's escorting. There's donating. There's um, I there. We had a post that maybe I'll just like I don't know perma post, but it was like how to help. Um, based on your sign, and there are like digital escorts. There's, you know, if you're someone who has space in their home, you know, like for people who can't go back and forth between like a clinic that's far away from their home in between the appointments, you know, like if you got a guest room, you know, there's, there's, if you live, if you live Google. in Madison,
0: <laughs> Wisconsin, where there's one, one, you know, clinic, yeah, rent out, yeah. not rent out, yeah. Lease
2: Open up them. that in law. Open
0: it up, man.
1: Hop, hop on the information superhighway, honey. It's here for all of us. Like, yeah. r- like really, there's a saying in the in the black community: uh, if there is no way, you make a way. Mm.
0: Yeah, make a way because bitch.
1: there have been many times throughout history in this country where there has been no way. Right. So you make one. Yeah. What do you think the Underground Railroad yeah. was, friend? Yeah. Make a
2: way.
0: Yeah. It's time. Yeah okay uh anybody else got a knock knock joke (laughs) before our next call (laughs) um i actually knock knock who's there away (laughs) (laughs) um i was gonna say here's my joke that my my nephew loved telling it was his first joke he ever told uh and i don't even know that he like understood it but he just loved the reaction it got from people why do bulls wear bells why? Because their horns don't work.
2: <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> that is adorable.
0: And he would say it like this: "Why do bulls wear bells? Because their horns don't work." Like he wouldn't wait oh for the. Oh my god, p- so fast! Oh my god, the run on. N- not waiting for the punchline. So anyway, that's that's my joke.
1: Kids telling jokes Ugh, is just. I, I cannot wait kiss.
0: for B to start telling jokes. I cannot freaking Ugh. wait. Um, okay. Last call, is there anything else we want to ask Carla about Carla you had a DNC right too the the the, the surgical yeah.
1: yeah because i I wasn't sure how far along I was and I for the same reasons the caller stated um just wanting it to make sure I just knew it would be more complete and if it was further along then I knew that it was that was my option did you have so. general
0: uh, were you under did you say that I can't remember
1: no. No, I was wide awake. Nice.
2: Was that an option for you?
1: No. Okay. So I was not because I asked. Um, mm. I was not, and there was some reason. I, I mean, a lot of it is a blur. I don't necessarily remember. I do want to say I'm grateful that uh, I had the dignity of being able to say, um, "Please let me d- decide." He said, "I do you want me to turn the screen around?" Right. And I said. No, and then I thought, and I said, okay, very quickly, yes. But, like, all this other cruel
0: shit it's is so just... so cruel. I was listening to a this American Life episode. I can't remember what state they were in. It was either Mississippi or, or Alabama. Uh, and they were, like, in the clinic with the doctor and the patients. And the doctor had to say, the law tells me I have to tell you that abortions are lead to a higher risk in breast cancer but that's not true Hmm. that's not and this doctor was so amazing he's like that's not true that's bullshit moving on the law tells me i've never
1: heard that in my entire fucking life no it's so fucking dumb how how baby how
2: i wonder like um because sometimes i wonder if you are someone who provides abortions uh and you're someone who's seeking an abortion then you likely are on the same side of all this. So even if the law is like you have to turn the screen like No, you know some- no, you, you know
0: someone's gonna go in, some pro life ass hat who's mm. pregnant, has no intention of going through it, they're gonna infiltrate, they're gonna wear mm. secret mm. cameras, then they're gonna post it on fucking Newsmax or whatever. And they're Ugh. gonna be like, this doctor didn't turn the screen around, so now they're gonna lose their license. And then there's one last abortion doctor. Mm,
1: yeah, there's always there's yeah. always some shit. So
0: Ugh. it's good that they said to this caller like close your eyes like yeah. you don't have to look at right. it. Right, you don't have to look. Um, the law doesn't tell you to like fucking prop your eyes open like yeah, clockwork like, clock orange.
2: Clockwork orange, yeah. Which might be our
1: future. Sick. Well, I, I, I did have one more thing I wanted to touch on, but I can do it at the end. Um, okay. It, yeah, let's.
0: Well, your call. We can we can play this last call. It's not as long as the the last one. Yeah, should we do that?
2: Yeah. Okay. Let's do it.
0: Um, Let's do this it. This is from a, a, someone that we all, I believe, know. Someone that we all know. Um, her, and I confirmed that we were allowed to use her name. She's a, a comic that has recently moved to New York. Her name's Jessie Wayburn. Um, oh. Apparently her, yeah, apparently her stand-up is full of these of this story. So um, <laughs> so she was very, very okay with, with Excellent. us saying this, um, Or us saying her name. So here is Jessie's phone call.
3: It was the best choice for me two times. Um, the first time I was, uh, 27 and I had gotten pregnant by a fellow massage school student who was, uh, starting his second or third career. And I uh, didn't, I, I liked him an awful lot, but I didn't see myself being in um some kind of relationship with him forever and also I didn't have a stable job I was a nanny going to massage school and trying to get out of babysitting um, because I don't want children that was the main reason is I don't want children and um, there I lived at the family's house. Like there wasn't, I didn't have a place. I couldn't bring a child into the world. It would have been weird, uh, kind of like bringing somebody to a party that wasn't invited, you know. So um, then the second one, and this is a lot. I had to get that one because I got pregnant during a threesome. And in my stand-up, I say, that's, you know, I just couldn't tell that conception story. Um, What if the question comes up, Mommy, where do babies come from? Uh, And I would have to say, well, honey, when a man and a woman love each other very much, and the man is repressed, and the woman is queer, they invite a third in, and miracles happen. That's an awful lot for a six-year-old, is how that joke goes. Um, And that's all true. Like, I just couldn't do... We weren't financially secure enough. I was the manager of the spa. He worked in a kitchen. um, And even with two reasonably, like, reasonable incomes, we were struggling. And also, still didn't want kids. Neither of us wanted kids. Um... And I didn't want to bring a kid into the world, uh, with that conception story. Like, that doesn't, that's not, um, a, a child born out of love. It was a child born out of, like, druggish, drink fueled, uh, recreational sex, not procreational sex. But it's funny that it happened. Um, anyway. Um, where would I be without the right to abortion? I would not be pursuing my passions and, uh, would be destitute. Honestly, and this is a lot, I would probably be dead. I, um had suffered postpartum de- depression after my abortion, uh, both of them, and w- if I had had to take care of a child, it would have, it would have killed me. Um, Yeah, so, um, if, if I had had, if I had had children, a child, I would have, um, like, been so incredibly unhappy, uh, with my life, and I wouldn't be able to do the things that I wanted and needed to do, to even, like, heal trauma from my own childhood, uh, wasn't, um, I wasn't a planned or wanted child, so I didn't want to bring unwanted, unplanned children into the world also. With the second one, uh, I, it was like, oh, uh, so with the first one, I, I felt like I was, uh, started to process some trauma around parenthood. Or, like, the prospect of parenthood and the expectations around it, and, like, the expectations of me as a woman, um, and, like, some shame. A lot of shame came up because I felt like my mom should have aborted me. And, I mean, of course, like, sometimes I'm happy to be here, but most of the time it's, like, not great. And, uh, it's worse now for people coming into the world. So I don't want to, like, and, you know, inflict that on somebody. Anyway, so, um, I, there's like a lot of reasons for me not to be a parent. And, um, that, well, let's leave it at that. With the second one, I was, I got pregnant. Honestly, I knew if I had had the baby that was, I had become impregnated with, I, uh, would end up having a deadbeat dad. Like he would, Become an alcoholic even more so. And like, I just could see it be bad, being bad. Like, there was no way. We could barely agree on like how to care for the cat. Like, there wasn't any chance for us to get along about a kid. What do people not know about abortions? Um, that so many different kinds of people get abortions. And, um, it isn't just like, it, there's not a stereotype with people who get abortions. like everybody gets abortions i was really surprised to see it and um maybe so like i could talk about the actual procedures like there's still customer service problems in abortion clinics <laughs> like at one point, I had to be like, are you guys going to do this or not? <laughs> um, and, uh, cause, you know, chop, chop, I had to go to work, um, so that I could make sure that I could pay for this and, and the, and rent. Um, so the, um, that's pretty funny. I'm going to use that in my stand up. I've never actually said it before. Um, What do people not know about abortion? It can can really fuck you up. Um, A lot of people are like, it's easy. Um, It was not easy for me. Um, My body is allergic to abortion. I'm in the 0.03% of people who have a really bad um, kind of post-abortion procedure response. Um, I got sick both times really thick, uh it don't clot properly and I had to have emergency follow up procedures which are fucking primitive and they just go in and like suck out anything that shouldn't be in there still. Um and like it's gruesome. Like I saw the stuff. It's pretty gross. Um there's not like a cool way to do that. They're like, you gotta get that out right now and we're gonna do it for you right now. Like right now. Like you should have been here yesterday. Um so it's it, it's risky and 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 it is it, it it should be more routine or like the care around it should be more caring. I guess I don't know. Like There should be, um, I think there's, like, a lack of um, understanding of, like, the aftercare aspect. And they do tell you not to masturbate. So there's that. Um, So after you do this terrible thing, you cannot have pleasure. Like, abortion is not a fun choice to make, uh, as we all know. And I don't regret not having kids. I regret having to, I don't even regret, like, it's the wrong word. I would like to have not been put in that position. Like, it would have been cool if the guys were on birth control. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. I can't take birth control. So, um, yeah, like, uh, my body desperately wants to be pregnant, but my brain and heart do not. It is a, It is a match made in hell. This body that I have been given is like ready to procreate. And I'm like, girl, quit. Um in this economy? Stupid joke. So um yeah, that's really all I'm uh glad you're giving a voice or giving ampl- amplifying the voices of people who had abortion.
0: Thank you so much, Jesse. 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 This yeah. economy? That made me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> i mean for real like who wants it like like in making it's rough out there like in in making abortions uh like illegal uh you're making the world really fucking hard for people and yeah I, 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 I i can't even articulate i'm so mad
2: i liked her point that she's like what do people not know uh they suck you know, it's not like I think anyone goes through an abortion and is like, ah, easy. Now I know this is always my back pocket. I think someone right? has an abortion and then it's like, oh, that was a roof. Let's try to avoid that, you know, yeah. but like it's a, it's a good thing to call out. You're like, yeah, it's either you're inducing a miscarriage, which takes weeks and is painful and you have to deal with it or it's D&C, which also is intense and invasive and you know. painful and in her
0: and in her case didn't work
2: (laughs) like that's the
0: other thing if we're getting people that are gonna have shoddy abortions in the future this is the reality yeah again i also love how jesse It's like bringing someone
1: to a party, and then they and 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 who's like wasn't invited. I was like, yeah. And then you all have to stay at that party for the rest so of your ever. fucking life. And no one and no, no one, one helps city. you clean
0: up the party. And no one brings yeah. food just for that person. Messier. And no one educates messier. that guest. And no one <laughs> gets you a break from that guest that ever to your party. Come on,
1: you have to keep going. And the guest and is like, Look I love at how she. <laughs> she's like yeah look at me look at me watch this 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 watch, watch this. this watch this. <laughs> hey hey watch this watch I this I hate you I, I wish I was you. never born yeah me too, mean too. yeah um and and Jesse to your point um who who jerks off after an abortion <laughs> and and I was like yeah who the fuck does that and then I was like oh wait my simple ass did probably about um a week too soon um yeah. and wow uh worth what? it what not really the cramping was terrible oh, I thought wow. I was out of the woods and let me tell you I wasn't
2: oh man so know- that wasn't fun
1: it was like having contractions when the mood
2: strikes the mood Oops. strikes Wait, and it's what will our bodies not betray us <laughs> <laughs> like in
1: what,
0: was in like, what manner
1: I was like, the body knows when it's ready to be horny. Um, I'm going to go ahead and trust this divine mm-hmm. f- feminine intuition. <laughs> yeah. uh, wrong, wrong. Gotcha, <sighs> bitch. Have some contractions. I mean,
0: the other thing too, like the religious right always makes such a big stink about the nuclear family and like a perfect family. Every child deserves a mother and a father. But Jesse <clears throat> made a really good point that like, at least one of her partners was going to end up being like an alcoholic absent father. Why would you like just by uh, criminalizing and uh, uh, like, quote unquote, like removing abortion from the world isn't going to make families stronger. You're not going to suddenly have nuclear families like. Yeah. And as we all
1: know, even the good ones will disappoint you relentlessly. So, uh, something that uh, I've been thinking about a lot lately is like, I really hate how, um, sis, sis hat men have this, like, they always come to like, as the father of a daughter, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like whenever they like, and it's, and it's not, I'm not just talking about like Republican, like no, right, right it's, way. it's they, they all do yeah. this
0: shit. Yeah.
1: And I, fu- it makes my skin crawl. Because it's like, what about the father of a son? What about the parent of any child? What about the husband of a wife? What about the boyfriend of a girlfriend? The son of a mother. The son of a mother. What about the fucking uncle of an aunt? Who gives a fuck? (laughs) (laughs) What about the cousin? What about a fucking human being who just gives a shit and has empathy and compassion? other human beings. You don't have to be a father of a daughter of the mothers who are the witches we could not burn. You don't need to be that person. You could just yep. be a decent fucking human being. Yeah. Um, and actually maybe try giving a shit about your wife or your girlfriend. Like how yeah. about that? Maybe yes. You could do that instead yes. of just your fucking kids who you can control. How about mm-hmm. the person who actually had those fucking kids and is standing right there and you could give a damn about? That would right. be nice. Yeah. I'd love That's to see so that. Real.
0: That's so real. I fucking hate that. It's like <sighs> trigger warning. Megan McCain, when yeah. she um, <laughs> just the name Megan McCain was a trigger warning. Um,
2: uh, we'll put it in the show notes on the, <laughs> on the, the abortion uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> love that. I love that she um, was also like, you know, on the um committee for La Culture uh, oh, Colch- oh. Board. <laughs> Hilarious on oh the global God. songbook. I oh, love her. Killed love me. that. Uh hate her. Love that. No, but yep. she yeah. when
0: so she had a baby a couple months before I did. I remember. Because I, I I'm not on Twitter, mm. but I but I do scroll Smart. through and look. And for whatever reason I follow her. And for whatever reason, I only get her updates sent to my phone. <laughs> I like, don't know how <laughs> or why, but I I've since removed that. But for a while I was getting all her updates and the, like, she had mm-hmm. a baby and suddenly became pro maternity leave and people right. could not stop like Bitch. rubbing it in her face. Like, like the oh, fact that you, you get o- it. Yeah. You only get it now. And by the way, didn't mention like patern paternity leave just, right. you know, like that's uh, still a-, a step too far for her, but it's so real. It's like, that's the problem. With I'll say it, it's the right, and it's also a lot of people on the left too. But it's like you can't fathom something until it happens to you. Yeah. Um,
1: well, yeah, and it's the same thing about um, pe- the trauma fest. Yeah. It's like yeah. why should yeah. somebody have to? Well, why does this have to happen for you to recognize anyone's humanity? Which brings me to something I would really like to talk about.
0: Let's Let's hear it. Get if into I it.
1: May. Please. Because we did talk about leveraging your privilege, bitch. And so I'm about to as <laughs> right. a cis woman, I have fucking had it with mm-hmm. this narrative that is so freaking poisonous and insidious and disgusting around mm-hmm. trans folks, mm-hmm. around yes. trans women, around um, erasing trans men. and and non-binary people who are dealing with this exact same issue, just like cis women are. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking tired of it. The villainizing, Mm -hmm. the the straight up ignoring and erasure, like as if before this decision wasn't handed down, we have not been watching states systematically gut and give cause and empower people to hunt down trans people all over our fucking country. Are you joking? Criminalized me? parents like, of trans
2: kids. I,
1: I am tired of it. I'm tired yeah. of everybody's stupid meme that I'm sorry, like that they were sharing on the 4th of July. That was like the 4th of July is canceled. Sincerely women well guess mm-hmm. what it has been canceled before it even started um, we there are just because you are are coming to terms with something that you're realizing mm-hmm. threatens your well-being and your humanity doesn't mean that all others who are in marginalized communities have not been living in absolute fear and violence um, yeah. way before it ever occurred to you to give a damn mm-hmm. so I just, can't and um none of us are free if any of us are oppressed um and i also believe uh again speaking as a black woman um watching the way i I feel like this is a very intentional way to sort of reframe things around um implicitly around white cis femininity Mm. um we are are watching people weaponize um what it means to be a woman in order to sort of like bring white cis femmes back into this like sort of space where they are quote unquote protected it's like under the yeah. guise of protecting these women yeah mm-hmm. and as a black person who understands what that meant Um, During the lynching era, during slavery in this country, where you where you um, villainize black men uh, as rapists and criminals and violent you know, depraved lunatics who are coming after white women in film, in art, in mm-hmm. performance, in in law, legally, uh, anti-loitering laws, slave codes, black codes, whatever. I see this happening with trans folks, and I'm mm-hmm. fucking not here for it because the whole intention is to sort of like fool cis white women into thinking that they're like this protected, precious class Mm. when actually they're being fucking oppressed by the same shitty white men who've been oppressing everybody in this country. Yes, And I am not going to fucking stand for it. So we, as cis women, need to leverage our privilege to protect trans folks who uh, are, have been, are violent, violently and consistently under attack, um, Mm. uh, children included. So I just needed to say that piece because it is uh, uh very important to me yeah. and affects
0: <sighs> because bet midler it doesn't said need to happen shit. to me
1: for me to give yeah. a shit and it shouldn't need to happen to you to exactly. give a shit.
0: Don't yeah. wait yeah. until you have a trans kid to suddenly care right. about trans kids. Um yeah. leverage your privilege because mm-hmm. wasn't it bet Be midler gone. or someone that tweeted recently and like bet why Yeah, it was bet uh, yeah. like don't buy they're into calling the shit. us they're calling us birthing people. Please, like that's
2: yeah. n- literally it's it's they're erasing us. They're erasing Macy
1: Gray. Macy, Macy Gray, Gray. shit. I'm yeah. like, you gave a voice to women with deep voices. What are you doing?
0: What, how dare you? I, I know. How
1: dare well, then, you with this femininity bullshit? I'm done with you. Yeah.
2: look, that. I bet uh I've been a lifelong bet Midler fan, so it really stung. i was just like fuck that but of course like yeah she's old she's a boomer she's white and she's like always From been distance. very like I don't ca- like um fuck your idea of what I'm supposed to be I'm a brassy dame you know but that horse shit yeah and that generation is very like I, it, we see it all the time where it's like I fought so hard don't I get credit like it meant so much to be a woman like you know it's like it and still it's, can it's be. The, no one's saying you can't and, be a woman. And girl,
1: nothing be, to a do. Li- mm-hmm. be a lifelong learner. Learn some yeah. new shit. My yeah. mother's in the same generation and she doesn't feel that way. Yeah, yeah. Be yeah. on some yes. new shit. Yeah. Like, well, learn it's a just, thing.
2: Again, it's like someone having an abortion, even if you're someone who's like against abortion, someone else having an abortion affects you not at all. Not Zero. Not one bit. And it's the same with a trans woman, I, you know, being a woman her being a woman has nothing to do with you yeah. being a woman like yeah. get take and- yourself out of the fucking spotlight like
0: yeah. Is that- what the fuck yeah you're not you're not the main character in the story yeah. there was uh, rain wilson so- tweeted something yes. that was just like but first just of, feeding yeah again i don't follow twitter but the people i do oh. follow are so weird he is not yeah. a funny person he thinks he's like yeah. tweeting funny shit and i'm like dude let the writers just write for you Sorry, but yeah. he wrote something that was like i guess we're not allowed to call it breastfeeding anymore we have to call it chest feeding and it's like how does that hurt you though like that's exactly I you're not like, like i'm like and also no one's saying you life? can't call it breastfeeding like literally who said that to you and right. like maybe someone it. like, it's so fucking bullshit. Marco Rubio, I almost call it a Marco Polo. Um, Marco Rubio. <laughs> um, he, I Don't remember you insult Marco Polo.
2: I know now. <laughs> I, take Marco Polo out of your mouth. Um,
0: <laughs> I follow him on Instagram. That's for like reporting purposes. Cause I, I, yeah, I used yeah, to report yeah, on him, but he, um, he like a couple months ago, screenshotted an article that said like pregnant people can now get a booster it was something about a booster it was great news it was a headline and I remember thinking like yes. oh why is Marco Rubio sharing good news about COVID is he now like on our like is he not no longer like a vaccine denier or whatever or a, mm-hmm. vaccine hesitant and he wrote not, no, a chance. not a chance he wrote something like pregnant people question mark question I mark, remember question that mark. and I was just like what actually is the fucking problem yeah what, what the is the fuck is the wrong zero wrong with you? <sighs> it's yeah it makes me so mad so thank you because
1: because it's the it it reminds me of this um a story that really sticks with me um in well I can it anyways um it's just the way it's the way that that uh white cis femininity is 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 "Quote unquote," protected mm-hmm, in a yeah. way to ensure that they will remain under the thumb of shitty white help, men, uphold and, the status quo, yeah. and uphold and enforce the status quo. Quite frankly, yeah. like to do your bidding. Um, yeah. yeah, it's 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 actually a story from from Frederick Douglass's autobiography about uh, a, a white uh, woman who was he was brought into their household. He was he was you know shipped off to their household. Um, and she started teaching him how to read and her husband basically read her the riot act and was like, can't teach them how to read because they'll, you know, they will, uh, revolt and understand their station in life and be pissed about it. So you can't teach the, you know, who's how to read. And then he said that she went from being, um, the kindest person he had ever met, uh, to being the most sadistic and cruel person he had ever met in his life and even tried to outdo her husband and the level of cruelty that she uh, inflicted upon him. And to me, that's all you need to know about the situation yeah, yeah, and yeah. how yeah. white womanhood is dealt with in this country. So yeah. that's my little rant. No, yeah. thank you. Don't buy into that nonsense yeah. that New York times, trash and yeah be an garbage. advocate for people with less privilege than you read
0: Carla's labias yes, everybody always. that's the best and biggest and strongest read my labia read my labia. Yep. um labs. <clears throat> so <sighs> Carla in yes. how are you doing these days
2: after
1: <gasps> specifically
2: hey. in regards to <gasps> what <laughs> as you sit in your basement with COVID <laughs> yes
0: how how are how are things um yeah just like reflecting on on what you went through last year
1: Mm, not great bob um (laughs) I mean are we being honest here like whatever you want to it's not great yeah it's not great it's 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 uh living at the intersection of being a creative and a mom um, who has twice over and now thrice on a much smaller scale because it was a much shorter period of time, but given myself over to what it means to have, um, traumatic pregnancy, um, and then birth and then try and cobble your career together out of nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, dealing with being sort of like a hundred percent in the domestic sphere when that's never been my ambition mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then trying to sort of like keep digging yourself out of that is um and dealing with frankly pressure from um my spouse um dealing with pressure from society dealing with internalized pressure about what I should have accomplished in my life and where I should be right now, Um, Mm -hmm. working on things that I'm very passionate about and that bring me personal fulfillment, but pay me zero. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, also having a very academic understanding of uh, the wealth gap and how racialized it is in this country, how gendered it is in this country, um, how COVID has impacted mothers, um, disproportionately, particularly like black and brown women, um, who pretty much bear the brunt of everything. Um, doesn't put me in a great space right now, mentally and emotionally. You mean even but after it those knock-knock me.
0: jokes? I mean. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and frankly, all the things that, I, that we deal with on a daily basis anyway, um, you know, whenever we like raise a complaint or have something to say or try to like tell somebody about something and then we get told that we're overreacting and yada, yada, yada. It's exhausting. It's really quite exhausting. Um, so um, it's pretty much uh, the, one of the hardest times I've ever had in my life. Um, I'm not sure where it's going, but it's not stopping me from pursuing the things that I believe in and that I want to pursue, um, as a creative, it's not going to stop me from telling the stories that I want to tell. Um, I will, when you don't have a way, you make a way. So I'm trying to make a way. Um, and I, it has only reinforced my mission, um, personally, creatively, politically, and, um, I, I do it for, uh, people because I give a shit about them and I do it for my kids because I, I cannot, if we have to leave this country, we will, Mm -hmm. but I would like to know that I didn't go down without a fight and that I did everything that I could to try and make the world better for us, um, for people we care about um and just in general before i just say Fuck it i'm headed to new zealand i don't care how big the spiders yeah. are
2: dude <laughs> that's i
1: really
0: think the real bad
2: out. ones in our australia i think new yeah Zealand's new really zealand actually has, has like no
0: bugs new zealand is like bugless i'm no sure. bugs i mean i remember so when I I, know, yeah. what, I I did I know my, i did my honeymoon there and i remember <gasps> some stat that's like there are no maybe this is like once and maybe now since like be. the white people showed up, but like there, mm. there were no mammals on New Zealand except for bats like native to New Zealand. The only native mammal is bats, all the yeah. shitty things and even like bears and things that can like eat and kill colonizers. you. Yeah. <clears throat> it was on Australia, but they were in Australia too. Like New Zealand is like mm. its own beautiful little thing. Cause we went camping and there were just like no bugs. Just oh. like no bugs. Mm.
2: Hawaii um, used to be bug free, and then I think climate change fucked it up. Yeah, and they're like, now we don't have the Damn. trade ones to blow the mosquitoes away. Um, Carla, I love everything you said. I love it. Thank everything. you so much. Yeah, that's what thank I got. So much that's, all I got. Here, that's all I got. That's all. Putting it out there.
0: I just want to thank listeners. Carla, thank you so much for listening. Yes, I want to thank the callers for calling in. Um, G, Jesse, and Anonymous. We love you all so much. Mm-hmm. Love you. Um, love you. Thank all you for sharing so your story. And, and like Carla said, like. I hope that in telling this story that you just know that I mean for me it's like I, I I, just think it's important to tell these stories and I think the nitty-gritty and the details of how the three of you told these stories are so important um, and I hope that I hope that you found some positivity and some purpose in sharing that with us mm-hmm. and I really thank you for yeah heeding the call
2: gonna ask you Kate just out of nowhere um what's filled your love taint recently
0: oh man okay so here's the thing as we were taught I had one before uh before we started recording but then I was like but it's a it's about abortion and so I'm like trying to think now of like something that's filled my love taint that doesn't have to do with Roe v Wade but Mm. let me just say and we talked about this earlier I have been watching a few videos by my colleagues at AJ plus or by other outlets that feature abortion escorts. And we've, we've talked about these, these volunteers that show up to abortion clinic, the clinic escorts that um, often are in very bright vests because they want to designate themselves as the helpers in contrast mm-hmm. to the shitty shit, shit, shit heads that are yelling prayers at them from across the street. They often have vuvuzelas to drown out Mm -hmm. the prayers and the, and the Mm -hmm. Catholic and the Christian music. Um, They are, they have rainbow umbrellas so they can shield patients as they walk in. Um, They have signs that say like, you're welcome here. This is the clinic. This is where you park. Don't park in that parking lot because that parking lots, a fucking, you know, pregnancy Mm. crisis center. Anyway, go on AJ Plus's YouTube and watch. There's a, a recent video about this. That now this has done stuff. CNN has done stuff. These people fill my love, taint. these mm. people. And when like, I don't know, they could be, this could be their 85th year volunteering because some of them do look like they're old and I love them. This could be yeah. someone's first time volunteering in this video. They're all heroes and they're all doing the Lord's work. And, um, I think it's also like showing my bias, like when you see an old Southern woman with a Southern accent who is actually an amazing pro-choice advocate that changes my mind about the South, you know, like these States that are so-called red States that are, that are hostile to abortion rights. That doesn't mean everyone in that state is hostile to abortion rights, you know? And so it's, that's checking my assumptions so thank you to everyone who's ever been an abortion clinic escort and thank you to especially to the people who are doing it in states where we're on our last gasps of of having that access um they they are filling my love taint. so just go watch a bunch of videos just watch some profiles of 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 abortion escorts clinic escorts they're amazing and remember that your love taint is
2: like swelling a lot (laughs) of those southern
1: states were like majority black states because of enslavement mm-hmm. and yep. like people are yep. being held hostage by shitty people down yep. there
2: yep. yeah yeah yeah. and like voters so pushing good
0: people <sighs> so find good the helpers
2: people. um yeah. hey hey meg t what's filling your love tape thank you so much for asking um you know i have to go with the first thing that really comes to mind and i don't know if it's great look i felt questionable deciding to do this but i did go see top gun maverick (laughs) and did i want to support a tom cruise film (laughs) questionable i think he knows where shelly is so i don't know if i feel good about like giving him my money um but that being said i went to alamo i saw top gun maverick i had two glasses of wine i had mm -hmm. a lunch um Mm. And like, I don't know, it was, it was such a shitty week, but I had Friday off. And so that I was like, I went, I spent the morning at the DMV. So I was like, I deserve a little treat, which I also love <laughs> <laughs> that, that is making its way through all social media. And I was like, yes, that is how I survive <laughs> in this world, living for my next little treat. So my little treat on Friday was, was that, Aww. and it really filled my taint. Oh, I'm so um, glad full of love. Yeah. Carla, tell us about your love team. Now,
1: now I keep, now I keep thinking about things, um, (laughs) uh, which is, yeah. I mean, like, can I, can I give you three quickies? Yes. Um, I, so to Kate's point, um, like I mentioned, we do have a Planned Parenthood here in my suburb and so many of my wonderful neighbors, I said, I'm signing up to be an escort. So many of my neighbors of all genders answered the call. Mm. So we are freaking showing up in droves to like be about it, about it, and give them the yeah, support that they need, which makes me thrilled to live here. Um, the second thing is that my um, brother and his partner have a baby uh, with just the sweetest every time I've still not met this this child in um, person because COVID is the devil but every time I see this child over FaceTime their face lights up with the most miraculous smile I've Uh. ever seen and Uh, we all just like me me. and my kids who also have miraculous smiles but like this baby um we're just like oh like we all just scream because it's the most precious Uh like genuine 10,000 watt smile um, ever beautiful um and then the third thing I forgot because my brain is like oatmeal because sure. of covid is it oatmeal but is the third
0: thing oatmeal because oatmeal is I, <laughs>
1: delicious i wish packet. i could say that it was but i'm pretty sure it was something having to do with my children because these these gals keep me going and they're a freaking riot and mm. i truly don't know at this point with everything going on like what the hell i would do if it mm. wasn't for the two of them so oh, yeah
0: they're wonderful Carla Lee thank you so much for being again on vicious cycle on an episode that will likely again be a two-parter because that's how we roll <laughs> when Carla's on the show and yeah. we're talking about important things um yeah. is there anything else you want to say to our listeners um I mean you've said a lot and you know you hope I, I don't some- have to
1: be back for a fourth um. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't Um, Yeah, I think I said everything I I, I wanted to say. I just want to say, you know, uh, figure out what your privilege is and use it because there Mm -hmm. are so many things that are under attack about our humanity and so many people who are under attack in ways that we may not immediately realize how they relate to us, but we're all interconnected. So like, get in there, be about it.
0: Mm. make some shit happen
1: because it's our fucking country
2: yeah oh
0: man listeners thank you so much um if you have a story you want to tell if there's anything in this episode that sparked your curiosity or that makes you want to share please call our hotline it's 910-6-Uterus tell us your abortion story or respond to what you heard next episode we will be hearing from you know frankly a voice we don't hear enough in this which is a cis man who also experienced uh, an abortion Um, we've really interesting discussion with him about what it means for men to get involved in this discussion and it's a discussion that I don't think I've heard many places so we're really excited to bring that to you Um, in the meantime please keep fighting the good fight and keep calm and
2: if there isn't a way make a way
0: our theme song was written by Meg Trowbridge and performed by The Go Ahead. Find them at thegoaheadmusic.com. And our Vicious Psycho logo was created by Katie Newman. Find her at katienewman.online.